to Two Peas in a Podcast, a podcast that's two parts peas, one part pod, and all parts figuring it out. I'm Ariane. I'm Maisie. I was feeling stern today. I love that. Yeah. I think there should be a tonal change every week. <laughs> I agree with you. Okay, okay that's, that's it. Instead of coming up with a new intro, we're just going to come up with new ways to say it. Yeah. Uh, Maybe yes. one week I'll do an accent. It'll be bad. Maybe one week I'll be so sad. Maybe one week I'll do it. <laughs> I love it, guys. Welcome to the pod. Uh, Macy, how was your week? I almost just asked, how was their week? How was your week, everyone? <laughs> what is that like? Like, I looked at the mic and was like, hello, how was your week? And then I was like, that just, again, just famously not what a podcast is. But what if the is. mic talked back? I would cry. <laughs> That's also a representation of how my week has been. It's yeah. been bad. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. You know, let's be honest. Yeah. Everybody's got those weeks. I've just been yeah. in a funk. You know, poor my poor roommate has just, like, been talking to me, and I've just really <laughs> not responded. And, like, she doesn't know what's wrong. I'm not explaining myself very well, you but know? But you shouldn't have to. That's the thing that's difficult about college and living in a room with someone, like, as a demand of your experience. Like, when I would have a tough time, I didn't... As far as I was concerned, I didn't live with anybody. <laughs> so... I, I, I yeah. didn't have to, and I don't think she expects you to. No, I mean, she's, shout out to my roommate, Melanie, Melanie. who I love more than anything. She's an amazing roommate, and she's really been good about being like, I'm going to pretend like you're not angry, and like, we're just going to be happy, and it like makes me really want to be in a good mood, but I just haven't been, Yeah. but you know, we're starting a new week, and I'm excited to kind of like get back to my like routine, yeah. you know, and try and just like declutter my mind. Yeah. I think it'll be good. I I'm I have good hopes for this week. But Cheers this past one starts. has been, you know. Was there anything that happened that kind of tanked it? Or has it just been one of those weeks? Not really. Halloween was super weird. Mm. It was just like chaotic. I had an allergy attack at the party that I went to. To, to something? or just... just something in that house. It was like they had just cleaned and there was like oh. dust in the air or something. But I was like sneezing constantly and like my eyes were watering and I was like I have to leave oh and so we left by like 11 before the party even really starts yeah Yeah. and it was just like yeah but it was a Thursday our costumes were amazing oh yeah can you tell us your costumes oh yeah so my costume um I did with my house and it was the first five seconds of a VHS porno um, so I dressed as a plumber, um, my roommate dressed as a pizza, oh, no, she changed to a professor. Um, a my, <laughs> <laughs> um, my other roommate dressed as a pool boy, um, there was a lawyer, it I was all kinds, it was very creative. I'm obsessed with all of that. Separate from my group, though, I did just look like a weird, like, goth Mario. <laughs> Like, I could have walked in there and been like, it's a me, a Mario, and everybody would have been like, yeah. You would have had to say it more out. somber, though. It's a me, a Mario. It's a me, a Mario. No one understands me. <laughs> 
I now I maintain that either. you were goth Mario either. in the first five seconds of a VHS point. Either way, it was a great costume. <laughs> How was your week? Um, well, I would be remiss if I didn't admit that I don't remember. As I never do. <laughs> I <can>. uh, <laughs> Um, I feel like when you talk about your week, I'm just, I'm such a good, like, oh, I'm such a good listener that I just, like, don't even think about my week. Like, I just don't have time to, like, consider. I, on the other hand, am constantly <laughs> thinking about myself. Um, my week, I think, was good. I, I... Okay, guys, I really don't remember what happened this week. I think it was good. I think that, honestly, the fact that it's not very memorable means that it was good. It was good. It was a fine week. Um, Halloween was great. I saw Jojo Rabbit instead of, like, going out. Oh, wow. Which was nice uh, because I didn't want to go out on Halloween because I'm scared. Did you like it? I loved it. I loved it. And I know that it's not getting super widely, like, praised by audiences specifically. I think critically it's it's getting a lot of attention. Audiences, I think, have not been as happy with it, which I don't understand because I loved it. But I you are an art critic, so checks out. Aha! Uh-huh. Hello! Uh, we work for a newspaper. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> um, so I love Jojo Rabbit. Um, I would die for Taika Waititi. I think my issue with that movie, what's, like, stopping me from seeing it is that I can't stand Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Or her fake accent. Yeah. It doesn't contribute anything to the film. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then I feel like I can see it and just be like, that sucks, but... Yes, and that's exactly what me and arts and entertainment editor, um, who was our guest last week, Anika Kumaragiri, um, we thought together. Rude. That was our... Rude that I wasn't invited. Well... It's fine. You were doing something on Halloween. You didn't know that. <laughs> I did. You told me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, caught in a lie. <laughs> Once again. Found out. Um, my plan has been fooled. <laughs> but that was exactly how we approached it, that we were like, aside from that, it was fantastic. You should see it. Everybody so, go see Jojo Rabbit. Sometimes you gotta with movies that Scarlett Johansson is in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to see Marriage Story. Yeah. Because Adam Driver. Adam Driver. I love could him. get it. And why, though? I like, don't need I to can't explain really peg it. No. But that's where I I'm couldn't at even on explain it. myself if I wanted to. Yeah. But I haven't <laughs> wanted to. Like, nobody has questioned. Those you names know? of him in that Kylo Ren stop, where he stop, looks stop. so wide. He's just like, square. He's just fully square what? up top. Bring me that costume designer because I have some questions. Okay, bold of us to collectively have forgotten that moment in meme history and have me <laughs> not have seen any costumes of that specific meme. Like, that would have been... Of people just making themselves into a square. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Uh, I'm upset. Halloween, you've let me down. Other than that, Adam Driver can get it. Yeah. Now, um, I don't know why you're saying other than that, Adam uh, Driver as a square could get it. <laughs> that was the pivotal moment That was when I was like, I love a yes. square man. I love a square man. Um, I love a wide boy. <laughs> um, I think that, so that was good on Halloween. I did that. And then on Friday, oh my gosh. Okay, the, I don't beginning, I don't remember the beginning of the week, but the end of the week was so good. I saw, I saw one of my favorite bands of all time, Electric Guest. 
perform on Friday night. And let me tell you, Asa, if you're listening, which you are because we've already determined that anybody we invoke on the podcast is listening. <laughs> um, I need you to know that the performance you gave in San Francisco was so good. Was everything I could have wanted. Except, no, because you didn't play Trouble Man and that's what I needed. But it's what I wanted. It's not what I needed. And you gave me everything I needed. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> this show was so good. The show was so good. I don't even, like, it was a weird night. I met someone just by chance who was also at the show by themselves that went to Cal. So it was very, like, we just kind of hit it off, and then she drove me and our photographer home. That's crazy. Yeah. It was. That sounds like a wonderful night. It really was. Magical. It was. I totally forgot that this week I also saw Alex G. That's right. That was, like, a whole thing that happened. Yeah. That was, he was great. I believe He was drunk you. the whole time, for sure. Good. I can't I, fact check that. But he seemed really drunk. <laughs> Watching him try and take audience suggestions, where he, like, couldn't hear anything, and he was just like, someone, or maybe my brain, some Mary, so we're just gonna do that one, like, <laughs> was amazing. I lo- that sounds really cute, actually. It was really sweet. His girlfriend was there, and she was so cute. She's a violinist, and he's an artist, and they're just like this indie power couple. I love Did it. Did she play with him? No. Oh, sad. I know. Well, but it's okay. Next time, Alex. She was just there, like, lovely, supporting him. That's really you know. sweet. That's oh really sweet. God. Anyway. Um, and then we, after yeah. that, I went to a party, and oh. I never go to parties. What an eventful week you had. You know. I'm like the least social person I know. I don't do things. So, yeah. yeah. I love it. Well. well <laughs> now that that's done. Now that that pesky. Now that we got that part of it out of the way. Nobody likes that part. I, like, no. I just think that it's easy to, like, move on from, like, talking about your day and just kind of... I, I think it's the thing. It's the part of the show that's really grounded the most in ourselves and just habits, and one yeah. of my habits happens to be my love for Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, I had to think that's that gotta be the best one by far. Oh, there yeah. were so many steps. Yeah, like we had moved fully past the time to segue, and then I was like, no, 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 sorry, I gotta rewind and bring us back to the first part of the show so that I can get to. I love that. Thank I you. I really do. I love that also I put it on you every week to transition the show because I will keep talking about myself until you segue us to the next part. I think the weird part of it is I was talking about myself and you couldn't get me to stop and I couldn't get me to stop and now... I I would never try and get you to stop. That's why we created this platform (laughs) so that you don't have to. That said, Um, yeah, we are talking about Grey's Anatomy this week. Talking about Grey's Anatomy today. Full disclosure, neither of us are up to speed on it. No. Yeah, we haven't watched this newest season. At all. Yeah. And it's not for lack of trying. No. It's not for lack of wanting to. It is for lack of trying. Yeah. It's it's kind of just like a... For those of you who have watched Grey's Anatomy, you know that it takes a lot of emotional... Yes. ...storage, along with, like, the actual ability to watch it. Like, you it's have like to sit long. down and watch an hour-long show. Every week? Yeah. And when I first got into it, it took up my entire life. Like, I was watching, like... Five hours of Grey's Anatomy a, a day. day. Yes. Even Did you fully binge it? more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was, had gotten, like, three seasons down in, like, a month. 
Oh. And there's, like, 22 episodes in each season. Yeah. Like, that's unacceptable. I need you to know that I did streamline that process, and I was at four a month easy when I started watching the show. Yeah. Because I just... I think I was trying to make myself sound, like, m- more no. normal. It no, was definitely around four. Our like, I think I started around Halloween, and by Christmas I had, like, pretty much gone to season okay. or something. That's wild, because I could have never started watching Grey's during, a, like, semester. I didn't start... I fully watched all the way through season 10, which was the airing season at the time, during the summer, and every single day. I love that we're, like, haven't talked about this, but I'm just now realizing that we started watching it pretty much at the same time. No! Because I also was watching it while season 10 was airing. Yes! That's unacceptable. Two, I'm sorry, did I hear two peas? In, in a, in a pot? In a podcast? It's really... Great that we can't do that at the same time, though. No. Nor should we. Uh, yeah. Okay, so what was the beginning of your Grey's experience like? So my friends, Gail and Evelyn, who I love more than anything, they're amazing. I haven't seen them in a while. That's a story for a different time, though. Um, we, they had both seen it. Okay. And they were both re-watching it at mm-hmm. the same time. And I was like, great anatomy, that's stupid. Yeah. Because that's like a soap opera. Yes. And like, we hate soap operas as a society that likes good TV. Blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was all up on my, like, high horse. <laughs> its hair was flowing. Yeah. You know. And they were like, shut up. <laughs> they were like, you're so wrong. <laughs> the fact that you, the person, like, I had seen everything, you know? Yeah. They were like, the fact that you have not seen Grey's Anatomy is, like, ridiculous. Bold. Please watch it. Yeah. Started watching it, and oh, my God. It, like, was immediate, you know? Yes! It was so quick. That first episode was so... they didn't even take a second. They were like, we're just going to introduce it. Meredith and McDreamy have already had sex. They've already had sex. So you don't have to worry about, like, will they, won't they? They did. Will they do it again? Which is amazing. Yes. Sandra O pulls up on a motorcycle. And she's not a lesbian? We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Alex Alex Karev. Oh, my God. I knew from the moment his face graced my screen that I was gonna fall in love with him and I did did you fall hard for Alex once a week I fall in love with somebody I feel like on this pod last week it was Tomino this week well you've you've been in love I've just been in love I believe that's his name yeah um yep it's just yeah it's it's really like an amazing show yeah and I feel like it gets a bad rap fully yeah I I it, both of us at one point in our, of our lives have subscribed to the idea that like the soapy like because I mean everybody has heard of General Hospital like I feel like have you heard of General Hospital? Yes, I've heard of General <laughs> Hospital. Are you Everyone has heard of. Have you? What a horrible doubt to have. I know. I've obviously heard of it. Oh, Continue. Wow. But everybody's heard of, like, the general hospitals of the world. So, obviously, when Grey's Anatomy came out, there was, like, there was some, a reputation. And still, Grey's took television by storm. And still, people regarded it that way, which is amazing to me. It was this weird dichotomy of, like, consumers who were, like, oh, yeah, Grey's Anatomy? I watch that. I fucks heavy with Grey's Anatomy. And then the people who are just, like, Grey's Anatomy? No. Whack. 
I feel like this is like honestly like goes without saying but like sexism racism like true Grey's Anatomy was a female led show created by By a black black woman woman. and people were like Shonda she's literally because I I liked Scandal before I watched Grey's Anatomy oh and like Scandal was great but I didn't tell anybody about it because I was embarrassed yeah and then when I started watching Grey's Anatomy and I found this like huge community of people who were like Yes, 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 yeah. yes. I was like, I, I like Shonda all does. of it, yeah. actually. Like, mm-hmm. did you guys know? Yeah. And everybody was like, yeah. We've been here. We've known and this. Yeah, you said you have to cross the line. It's this weird. It's a weird thing. I feel like, not to make this, I'm going to do it. Do it. I'm going to make this about feminism. Do it. <laughs> it's like, I feel like as a woman, like, I was constantly, like, even growing up, like, having to, like, be embarrassed of my, like, taste yes. like my likes and dislikes yes. like I like Carly but I couldn't like tell people because it was like a girl show yeah. you know yeah and it's like you know or like certain music you know mm-hmm. like pop music Jonas Brothers it's like bad to like that because yeah. it's like mainstream and it shows it like makes it seem like you're not an individual yeah I feel like Grey's Anatomy and stuff like that falls in the same thing, where soap operas in their original state were created for, like, wives who were at home, like, watching TV and stuff. So it's considered, like, this feminine television series. When really, like... Which is inherently slammed. Yeah, which really, like, Grey's Anatomy, like, is so funny. It's so, like, emotional. It's incredibly nuanced. It's one of the most diverse, without, like, patting itself on the back, shows that are on television right now like it kind of spearheaded like a type of tv that was like unafraid to acknowledge like all kinds of different situations 100% and it did and it never wasted an opportunity to do so Mm -mm. my experience getting into grace was oh yeah that no yeah yeah you know that I don't know I actually was gonna let this slip by because I wasn't sure I wanted to tell this story but my experience getting into Grey's anatomy like I think I had seen it. My dad's girlfriend watched it. My gr- my dad's girlfriend at the time. Mm. Watched the show. I watched it with her. I think I couldn't understand what was happening, so I was like, whatever. Like, this is it. Goodbye. And then I had a girlfriend who started watching, or who watched the show. Maisie just took a small <laughs> piece of hair off my shirt, and it was so tender. And nobody saw, but I needed to bring it to it. Um, I thought we were going to let it slide. <laughs> nope. I thought about it. I watched it happen. I was like, am I going to bring this up? <laughs> and I had to. It was so tender. Ah. But I had a girlfriend who loved Grey's Anatomy, so I started watching it because she watched it, and she loved it. Um, she was terrible to me. Just bad. <laughs> and after we broke up, um, I was like... It was a testament, honestly, to how good the show is because I couldn't stop watching it, even though it was so inherently related to our relationship. Like, we broke up, and I said, if you have any of my shit, keep it, forget I exist. So, like, it was a big deal that I could go from that and still take this piece of our relationship and separate the two, and I did. So it's like, that's why I started watching it, but that's not why I love the show. And none of that mars my affection or attention for Grey's Anatomy at all, which is so strange. Because I am such a prisoner to my memory that it doesn't make any logical sense that I would be able to divorce the two things. But 
like I said, the show is just so good. How could I not? There are very few things, I think, like, in the world that can transcend, like, bad memories and stuff. And when they do, like... Yeah. It it is, like, a real testament to, like, the success of the art piece on its own. Yeah. I feel that way about Elliot Smith, who... Mm -hmm. A poor boy once sang one of his songs on the guitar for me, Mm -hmm. and it was horrible. (laughs) It was one of the worst days of my life. No. Because he was, he asked me what my favorite song was, and I was like, this is this Elliot Smith song. I'm not going to tell any of you what it is, because you'll ruin it. (laughs) Ruiners. Because we have so many fans, you're just going to get a whole string of bad Elliot Smith covers. I know. We can't That would happen to me, too. Like, everybody (laughs) just tunes in for this episode, and I was like, you know what would be funny? To just (laughs) traumatize Maisie. But oh, no! <laughs> no, it was just like, it was, you know, I was just like, I was a freshman in high school, and I was like, kind of didn't know what to do with this guy who like, wanted to date me, who was mm-hmm. my brother's like, best friend. Oh, so he's older than Yeah, you. and I was like, I don't want this, and I had this video of him playing my favorite song on the guitar, and not well. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even good. Yeah. It took me a while to come back to that song, but I did, and like, now it's like... I can listen to it and it's great and I still have that memory out there but it's yeah. like it's become comical. Yeah. It's not the same as yours at no, but all. No, 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 but I But get it's it. the yeah. idea of like things that like have kind of weird and like unfortunate memories attached to them but they like the quality of that thing can usurp that part of it. Oh, 100%. Grey's Anatomy I think is that for a lot of people especially because it has tracked so much traumatic like so many traumatic events. Yeah, I feel like the characters themselves do yeah. that same thing where yeah. they, like, overcome and, like, transcend certain bad things that they've done. Yeah. Like, we forget that some some of the stuff on there, like, Weber is Weber drunk sucked. and does surgery. Weber Like, multiple times. Had a full kid. Had a full kid. Yeah, he had a full baby with another woman. How was... I forgot that that happened. Really shocking that Meredith has two secret sisters. Yeah. Like, and that they show still up. pulled it off. <laughs> like, and that, no, everybody was like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. Because it did. Yeah. Because <laughs> it did. And I think that the way that the show handles memory is always in a way that it's, like, always never... Mm, I'm saying a lot of words. The show, <laughs> the show handles memory in a way that is so specific to vignettes that anytime a new memory is introduced that it happens around a similar time that's already been talked about because specifically within Meredith's frame of her story her she's such an unreliable narrator oh, and yeah. has always been so anytime shit like that happens where it's like oh and by the way remember that weird time in your life where your mom was being kind of iffy is because she had a full kid and gave it away before you could find out about it <laughs> she was being iffy yeah, yeah. which Meredith's mom was always being iffy at any given moment. Yeah. I think that it's part of, like, I lo- what I love about the show is that it's, like, meta about its own ridiculousness, yeah. you know? Like, when they start calling it, like, m- Mercy Death or whatever. What do they call it? The hospital? Yeah. Grace Sloan? Yeah. But before it gets 
Mercy Chain, West. The Mercy Chain. Death. Yes. Yeah. Mercy Death. Yeah. It's, Affectionately. And it's, like, because, like, so many horrible things have happened yeah. there. But it's, like, of course, like, they would, like, acknowledge that, yeah. you know? And be, like, yeah, the characters also think it's ridiculous that all that stuff has happened. Yeah. But, like, we're going to create it. We're going to, like, address that ridiculousness yeah. in this world so that you can't, like... Be like that would never happen yeah. because like they also agree that shouldn't ever happen, but it but has. It happens. You know, just these cataclysmic events constantly. Like when Meredith almost dies, when they have a fucking plane crash, when Meredith almost dies. Uh, exactly, <laughs> and it's an, and you know what? Like I, I like to think of myself as a smart viewer. I think I am, but I'm so susceptible to those things. Every time I'm just like. Yeah. What? I feel like you don't, it doesn't make you a dumb viewer to believe these things because they've made such a world that it's like, why wouldn't I fall, like, just let myself go into this, like, there's no, there's no fun in doubting everything that's happening, you know? The whole part of the entertainment is that you're like, this is in the format of this show as a soap opera, it is meant to be its most dramatic self. So let's go there yeah and they and they do it in a way that's still really authentic Mm -hmm. that's what I love about like all the characters deal with trauma in such a relatable way and I don't think that's usually on screen like that yeah you know like it's I feel like I've seen so many films where like death and loss and like terrible things are dealt with so like somber yeah and melancholy and people are just crying all the time it's very from my experience that's not how it happens yeah you know it's very much like Meredith and Christina dealing with loss, you know, and, like, Derek, you know, yeah, like, not addressing a lot of his own, like, personal trauma that doesn't even come up till later seasons. Yeah. Because that's when they introduce the new characters. Yeah. Which... Why does he have a sister that's a drug addict? Oh, yeah, his dad died. Yeah. They're really good at writing things. They are. And I'm like, oh, of course that happened. They're so good about getting out of corners, too. Because when (laughs) when you're in a show like that, and it's impossible to have not at one time or another written yourself into a corner. And if they've done it, which I'm certain they have, they have gotten out of those situations near seamlessly. Like, I know that there are probably, like, blogs on blogs on blogs devoted to, like, consistency and, like errors in Grey's Anatomy and the way yeah. storylines don't necessarily merge well. I'm so inarticulate today. It's bothering me. Uh, but I feel like as a viewer from season to season, like things get explained away so efficiently that it's kind of just, it, you're right. It just makes it so easy to like suspend disbelief and just go on and enjoy the series for what it is. Yeah. I feel like one of my, like, favorite moments in the show is, unfortunately, when Christina gets cheated on by Owen Hunt, Mm -hmm. who sucks. Yeah, Owen sucks. Also, and we were just talking about this. They did him dirty, because, like, he did I liked him in the beginning, you know, when he pulls the icicle out of her chest, and he's, like, all hunky and yeah. stuff and like yes god that bring was so christina good. someone who is honorable a knight in shining and armor. loyal and we'll pull that icicle right out of there but then stuck a knife right back yeah and they were just like you know what we're gonna do now is 
have him cheat on her. But the way that she deals with that, that episode where they call in sick and mm-hmm. she's he's just tell she's like making him tell her what happened. Yeah. And then she's just like scream crying but yeah. also laughing a little bit. Yeah. And she's like, manic. Yeah. yeah. And then she goes in the bathroom and she just like opens the door and he like falls and they're like laughing together, but then yeah. she's like mad. Yeah. It's like every the changes in emotions are so swift yeah. and like so realistic. But it's also like what I love about Christina. I know this isn't new to be like, Christina's my favorite. Yeah. Because obviously. But, like, I'll say it again. She's so funny and also, like, really articulately truthful. Yeah. Like, everything she does, I'm like, yes. That is what Christina would do. It's very consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, Which Meredith has not had such a treatment. They've kind of flip-flopped on writing Meredith, yeah, I feel like, every bit. now and again, you know. Which makes which it makes sense why she's I mean, she's not my favorite character. Though I do love Ellen Pompeo. I love her. She's amazing. Yeah. I have major respect for her. I think she's a great actress yeah. too, but I think her character isn't always given a ton yeah. of substance, mm-hmm. you know. I would fully agree there. And I think as the show has developed and they've invested more time in the side characters it's like become less reliant on Meredith having a really interesting story exactly which I think we were talking about it it's like I feel like Orange is the New Black does this to a dramatic degree where like I don't give a shit about Piper never have I did and do even still care about Meredith and her storyline and the way that she's dealing with her own respective traumas but the show writes her arcs in a way that leaves plenty of room for the other characters to have similar and just as significant arcs and stories. Yeah, and I think sometimes even to a fault where it's like, I don't really care what's happening with Meredith yeah. because I want to know what's happening with the other characters. Exactly. But I don't think they do the same thing exactly as like Orange is the New Black where I like didn't like Piper. Like I did yeah. not want to watch her no. at all. But yeah. Meredith, I'm still interested in her yeah. life. Yeah, and I think that she is, I think she's a likable character. Yeah, like, and she's grown with the show too. Like her mm-hmm. role as a mother and like yeah. as becoming like further in her career, they didn't just invest in her relationship. Yeah. They really like... But even in her relationship, they also saw incredible growth as her as a partner, as yeah. a good partner, which I thought was really beautifully done. You know done. what? Scratch that. Love Meredith. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. I mean, I'm convincing myself yeah. that I love her. She's had a lot of growth. I mean, how could you... It's it's easy to be ins and outs on her because she's the constant. She's in every episode. Yeah. So, like, of course your opinion's going to change on her, whereas we get less time with the others, so it's easier to be like, I stand them so hard. Yeah. I would do anything for that character because, of course you would. Yeah, so we've hit two of the main guys. Do you want to do some speed rounding, like, favorites? favorites? Yes, Mark Sloan. Love him. Rest in peace. Literally love him. He was so good. He was so funny. Miss him every day. Loved that whole debacle where he was trying to hit on um, Christina. I know! <laughs> he was just like, no. So <laughs> She good. did not want it. He was great. He, he had fun. a really cool arc, too. He did. He, mm-hmm. They were able to do a lot with him in a very little time. Yeah. Him and Derek. Their relationship was R- really cool. Rude of him to die. So disrespectful. Also rude of um, Lexi to die. Yeah. Just when I, I started to like her. Yeah, Lexi, I in the end, I did really end up liking Lexi. And I think that the showrunners knew that when they introduced Maggie, who I hate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aunt Maggie. I'm sorry. I don't even know what she's doing wrong, but it ain't it. Yes, that's the thing. I don't want to dislike I Maggie think as a like, character. I think she, 
plays too much like a child, you know? I think that's it. Like, they and make it's her like, so you're naive. 30. Yes. <laughs> and they, they play the idea that she's younger than all of her peers, but it's like, that's not self-evident. So, like, having it's her... It's also like, so what if you're younger than your peers? You're still an adult yeah. person. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, I'm not I like fan. how there's an episode where Jackson calls her out for it, yeah. and he's like... What, you think you're this like underestimated person that yeah. like nobody like believes in, but like everybody does. That's why you're here. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. And she's like, Oh God, you're so right. Let's make love. Yeah. But speaking of Jackson, that's an that's one thing that I think I has made me dislike Maggie so much is because their relationship has made me dislike Jackson so much. I know. And he's I so love sassy him. though. Oh, he's sassy. I love him. I oh, he's just I like literally can't even remember anything he says because he's no. so beautiful. Yeah. This is me grabbing the male gaze back and saying, ha <laughs> here it is. Now it's mine. When he takes his shirt off, ooh, ooh yes. I don't care what's happening. They in the show. never even had like a reason for it no. at the time. He no, they did. The reason was that he was hot and he knew <laughs> it. He was taking off his shirt. And I am so happy for it. <laughs> <laughs> like um, yeah oh my oh my is it hot in here everybody's like no it's like better get cooler <laughs> and Off goes they're like shirt. again it wasn't there's a whole scene where like a giant bl- like bag of blood explodes just so he, he can, can take, take off the shirt. shirt it's gratuitous and i'm sure every <laughs> second of it okay let's see who else who else who else okay our our one huge point of contest no what's the word contention contention there we go is my love for one George O'Malley. Oh, God. I, I hate... Need, spoiler alert, I sobbed. It. I was traumatized when he died. I was so upset. I sobbed for, like... I literally had to leave my room and go fetal position in my mom's room, and she just held me, and I was so upset when he died. It didn't make any sense. It makes me sound like a horrible person, but I just, like, did not care. <laughs> Like, oh, that's 007, cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fine that he got hit by a bus. Well, next. Like, yeah. When he spelled out 007 in her poem, I was like, like, that's when the tears just, oh. I was like, who, how are we going to get rid of Izzy now? <laughs> and they did it. <laughs> and they, they said, we're going to give her cancer. Yeah, but then that wasn't what got that rid of her. That wasn't what got her. She just was mad. She just sucked. She was just mad at Alex for doing nothing? Yeah. She got fired, as she should have. Yeah. Because she cut the L-Bad wire. Yeah. And then she was a bad doctor. Yeah. Yeah, we don't uh, miss Izzy one Yeah, we bit. don't miss Izzy. George, I didn't mind him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I think my turning point was when him and Meredith hooked up. And I was yeah, like, I you didn't. were such a baby. Like, yeah. get over it. I didn't like that Also, like, she doesn't like you. Like, he was so desperate. Yeah. And then his, like, desperation, like, he finally got what he wanted. And it, like, didn't turn out great because she didn't like him. Yeah. And then he was like, why? You're a Wait, bad man. friend. And it was like, you're a bad friend for, like, taking advantage of her in this moment. Yeah, that's and true. And then I just kind of hated him. And I think that makes sense. I think I was definitely not paying as much. I was not in the headspace that I am now. If I rewatched the series, which I plan to, I think I would have a lot of different opinions on George. But I think that was also like I was watching it right when I was going through my breakup, so I was really susceptible to my emotions. Yeah, and that just took me out. I also didn't like what he did to Callie, who I loved at the beginning, hated at the end. Yeah, same. Because she was such a strong, powerful woman. She like danced in her underwear and was like cool and stuff. And um, she was just weak after he was done with her. And she yeah. continued to be weak with Arizona and stuff. There's one other thing that I want to talk about, which is the storyline that they've they've started with Schmidt. Schmidt and Nico. I love it. The fact that they're the first, like, gay man 
men, gay men, men, like, as a pairing on the show, like, that's something I feel like we needed to mention. I love that. I love, yeah, I love that Nico is also just, like, so, like, invested in Schmidt, you know? And he's, like... It's tender. It's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, It's really... And that's what they wanted. They're, like, we don't want to have a depiction that's, like, laced with anything. Like, yeah, Schmidt's going to go through his whole self-discovery thing, but it's not going to be, like, the entirety of their relationship. It's... It was... I felt like they did it in a really intuitive way, especially for, like, where we're at. Yeah. queer culture and mainstream media right now. Yeah. I it was done well. I feel like it was very, like, yeah, considerate Mm -hmm. and just, like... They really took their time. They yeah. spent, like, a good time developing that. They did. Yeah. And, yeah. If if I had to do my MVPs for the season that I watched the most recently, it would be them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel that, like I would say Joe. Yeah, I think Joe's character arc has been really, really interesting from, like, this whole, like, her being perceived as, like, a princess yeah. to, like, her overcoming so much, not relying on that. And then addressing her trauma actually. Yeah. Like explicitly and thoroughly. I think that's one difference between her and Meredith that I really like yeah. is that I don't know that I've ever seen Meredith actually go back and face the trauma she's been through. Yeah. She always kind of powers through it. And mm-hmm. it's like that's impressive to some extent, but yeah. at some point it's like for your mental health, you need to. And I don't think that they, I do want to say, they don't ever say that Meredith's powering through it is a good thing. Because they're constantly acknowledging that she's not okay. <laughs> they are very good about being, like, balanced in that. Yeah. I don't think it's a, it's a show flaw. Yeah. As much as a Meredith flaw. Yeah, Which yeah, is yeah. totally normal mm-hmm. for her to have that as, like, a character. This very real, yeah. like, feeling that she needs to keep going for her kids, for her work, all this stuff. Joe, on the other hand, I think has this like really healthy thing where she finally has this catharsis of just being horribly depressed. And after a really long time, letting her husband and her friends in to help her get to the point where she is. And they've done that multiple times with Joe. Yeah. And I think I completely agree. It's not even something I thought about before, but like even with her ex, with her ex-husband, like that is something that is acknowledged like that's her trauma and then they get to the meat of it and they see it through and the fact that they've kind of used joe as a means to kind of converse with that human relationship to trauma i think that's really beautiful yeah i think it's also a testament to how the show uses the cases because Mm -hmm. it's both episodic and serial yes and it uses the cases that they're dealing with to examine the lives of the characters that we're like consistently maintaining Mm -hmm. our relationship with and i think the episode where she helps the sexual assault survivor that broke by having the world's heart all female yeah like nurses and doctors one yes I will happily admit that I sobbed my eyes out seeing that many powerful women in one scene and seeing other men work to support it and not interfere Mm -hmm. was really really beautiful there weren't even egos really involved no it it was everybody coming together to address this common goal which is helping this woman through her trauma that is related to a sexual assault by a man she's traumatized and men aren't taking it personally they're saying we understand and helping the rest of the doctors help her seeing joe orchestrate that was really really beautiful and considering all she was had gone through exactly yeah 
and I think that's what started her kind of realizing that she wasn't okay and yeah. that she needed to like it's also that there like the show could have easily made it that Joe's story like she was a victim of sexual assault rather than the way that they did handle it because one I think that would have presented a really complicated relationship with survivors and triggers and instead they took this really kind of niche and unexamined phenomenon in society and leveraged that into something remarkable something that really had never been done before which that's another thing about the show is in 2019 they're still doing things they've never done before yeah the whole the way they deal with the the Avery's yeah um by taking out by making Jackson Avery's father or grandfather a sexual assaulter mm-hmm. um, in this like akin to Harvey Weinstein, yep. they didn't have to do that. Yeah. Nobody was like, "This is what the show needs." Yeah. You know, these characters aren't real, and that didn't actually happen. Yeah. But Shonda Rhimes and the story creators for this show were like, "We this, this is something we need to address," mm-hmm. and they did it beautifully. Yeah where they allowed the characters to have these really significant conversations, especially, like, Jackson saying that he won't let his mother, a black woman, go down for the oppressed, like, her, for the fact that she was oppressed by a white white man, man needed to do this for her career. They really combated that they could have had, like, completely ignored this phenomenon happening. They could have, you know, had a completely different story, but what they did was incredibly beautiful. And its relationship to race. That was another thing that they didn't have to do. And the fact that they decided to take on both of those behemoth, like, social mm, issues, I guess I'll say, for lack of a better word, is just, again, it's a testament to the creativity that belongs to this team as ever-changing as it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think this show could have done that if George O'Malley was still on it. Stop! (laughs) No, George! I'm sorry. All in all, Grace, for all of our relationships with it, for audience members' relationships, with the relationship that it has with society at large, it's an incredible show. And if you don't think so, watch it. Yeah. Because I promise you, you haven't. I think that... Yeah, it's it's a show that transcends its genre, yeah. and it it's constantly changing the game for other TV shows like that. Yeah. It's forcing television and society alike to kind of consider things in a different way. And I think the conversations, colloquial and formal, that it has are really exceptional. Yeah. And I hate George O'Malley. And you know what? That's valid. I need to rewatch <laughs> the series and, and update my opinions, but... Alas. Alas, we say goodbye. Next week we have a very special episode for you. It is the... You know what, I don't even want to say it. Yeah, you guys don't get to know. Stop asking so many questions. I just wish you could consider what we need from you It's so rude that you guys are so pushy. And invasive. Every week we deal with this. Every week. Um, You're lucky we keep coming back. And come back we will next week. Without further ado, we hope you all have a lovely week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to try and start watching the actual season of Grey's Anatomy <laughs> that is currently airing. We'll try. Maybe that's what we should do tomorrow. <gasps> oh my god. And we figured out our, okay. our dinner plan. Thank you guys Thank you so for much, helping everyone. us with that. Bye. Bye. Bye.